Welcome to Vad Mekadshi Shemecha number five. Last week we spoke about how our role in being Mekadshi Hashem to the world is mostly by being a Tzalmokim, by being a reflection of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And last week we spoke about his Kedusha, how we show and we reflect what the Kedusha of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, what Hashem wants from us, what his will is. And that's how our Mekadshi Shemayim. Now, the Torah virus says on the Midas that we're supposed to be Naigin. We're supposed to have Midas Torah, we're supposed to be Rahman, Rahman, have Rahmanis, Bali Chesed, MS, and so on. Torah virus says, where does that come from? We know that comes from the Pasuk, to go in the ways of Hashem. Just like Hizarachum, Chanum, Bal Chesed, MS, those are the Midas of Baruch Hu. So too, we have to go in the ways of Hashem. But the Torah virus says, why? What's the reason for this mitzvah of halachta b'drachav? He says, You should be similar to his created, to his creator, because he is beside Hatsur al That means the person's created in his guf as a similar surah as Ilamas al whatever that means. And he says, If his body is similar to Ilamas al in some way, and not in his actions, he's falsifying, he's misrepresenting the Tzura of Hashem. The Yomru Allah, and they will say about him, he has a nice Tzura, but his actions are disgusting. It would be a Chil Hashem. The Torah is telling us that the reason for Midas Toivais, the entire reason for the concept of us having Midas Toivais, is to imitate the ways of Hashem so the people should see what are the Maisim of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Rav Dassler actually brings a Sifri, he brings a Sifri that says that this is how we can understand how we're Kairi B'Shem Hashem. Kairi B'Shem Hashem means that we call out and we proclaim and we publicize the name of Hashem. The Sifri says, how, how do we do that? The Sifri says, the shame of Hashem, the name of Hashem, are his midas. The shameis, the names of Hashem, the way we relate to Hashem is through his midas, is through his hanhaga. Rachum, chanun, chesed, emes, erech And the way we proclaim and we publicize who HaKadosh Baruch Hu is, by, is being, by being called B'Shem Hashem. When we carry the shameis of Hashem in us, that means that we're noyeg with the Midas of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that publicizes, that's the publicity that goes out, is by being a Tzalem Elokim. So being a Tzalem Elokim is in Kedusha, and being a Tzalem Elokim is in his Midas. I, I believe that that's what we mean when we say many times in davening, I say, that the Shem HaGadol, Shem Hashem is called upon us. We are called in the name of Hashem. It says this a number of times. And what that can mean is that the, the Shemites, the Midas of HaKadosh Baruch Hu are seen clearly upon a Yid who goes in those Hanhagas, who uses those Midas Taivas. That is another way. That's the Tachlis of all of Midas Taivas is in order to bring out this point. It's interesting that the Prisha actually says that why is it that Kamilas Chasadim is one of the three pillars that the world stands on? Torah, Aveda, 
the Gemilus Chasadim, the Prisha writes, Shemitam shall yodo yukru darfei Hashem ki chesed Through us doing chesed, it will become recognizable that the ways of Hashem are chesed. That's why to go in his ways so that people should recognize who Hashem is. We are his ambassadors. I want to share with you a story that I just heard this last week. Um, I spoke to the person that the, that the story, that heard the story firsthand. Chaim Schwartz is the executive director in Chavetz Chaim Yeshiva in Forest Hills. And he shared with me the following incredible story. Years ago in the 1980s, the government in New York was offering a grant to institutions, schools, and yeshivas um, who, to change over their entire um, electricity, all their lights to more to high efficient um, um, light fixtures, that they would give a grant to any institution that's willing to do this. So of course. Um, at, the, at that time, it was Rabbi Ginsburg, who was the executive director of Chavetz Chaim. He uh, brought in a few electricians, and he got um, the price of what it would cost to change the electricity, to change over all the lights to new light fixtures. It would be a great enhancement to the yeshiva. Um, and it came out to $75,000. So Rabbi Ginsburg wrote out an application, filled out the application for the government, um, that it would cost $75,000 to get this all done, revamped. Um, it got approved, and the state sent a check for $75,000 to the yeshiva. Now, Rabbi Ginsburg um, went around and um, went out of his way to find a, a certain specific electrician that he had connections with who managed to do the job for $60,000. So Rabbi Ginsburg got a, someone to do it cheaper, and he got a cheaper electrician. We get it done for $60,000. He's very proud. And he went over to Henach Lipowitz and he said that we got the job done for $60,000. Now the yeshiva has $15,000 more money that they could use for their other expenses. And Rabbi Lipowitz says, absolutely not. He says, the government paid this money for, to, for the lights to get the job done. We can't cash in on that and take the extra $15,000 because we managed to get it cheaper. We have to return it. So Ginsburg says the yeshiva needs it. I can't in good conscience do that and send $15,000 back from the yeshiva to the government. I can't do that. So Leibowitz said, I'm doing it. I will do it. So he calls up the government um, office and he speaks to a clerk by the name of David. And he says to David, he says, um, you know, we tells him what happened, and I want to send back a check for fifteen thousand dollars. So David's like, I, I don't know how to do that. I'm not sure how that works. I'll give you a call back in a few days. So David calls back Reverend after a few days, and he says, you know, I asked around to all the people in, in the office, and they said this has never happened to them before that someone's returning money from a grant that the government paid for. And there's no protocol for this. So don't send back the money. We have nothing. We don't know what to do with it. Keep the money. So Leibowitz says, no, it's not mine. It's not fair. It's not right. It's the government's money. I have to send it back. Tell me where I should send it. And then and I'll send it back. I'm sending it back. So David didn't know what to do. The clerk didn't know. What he, and he says, I'll call you back. I'll figure it. I'll call you back in a week. And he calls back in a week. And he says, there's no real place. We don't have a place to send it. Just keep it. I was told just that you should just keep it. And Leibowitz says, I do not fear. I do not feel that that's proper. And I have to send it back. 
I'm going to send it back to your office, to the government. I'll make out the check to the government um, and I'm sending it back. So David says, okay, thank you very much. Appreciate that. 20 years later, the government was, there was a certain bill that was being passed. Um, and there was, a, there was a meeting of government officials. This bill that they were trying to pass had some very questionable parts to it that uh, possibly were unethical. And they turned to the, gov to the, to the governor and they said, um, and the governor, they said to the governor, Mr. Patterson, um, what do you say about this bill? And Mr. Patterson said, no, I'm voting against it. And he says, it does not pass the Rebbe Leibowitz test. So they look at Rebbe Leibowitz test. Who's, who's Rebbe Leibowitz? And Mr. Patterson says, Rebbe Leibowitz is the most honest person in the state of New York. And he would never go for such a bill. He said, who, who, what do you know about Rebbe Leibowitz? Mr. Patterson says, his name was David Patterson. He says, I was a clerk 20 years ago and Rabbi Leibowitz called me up to return $15,000 from the grant that they earned. And he tells them the whole story. And he says, since then, for 20 years, I, whatever I do, I try my best to look at it through Rabbi Leibowitz's perspective. Will this pass the Rabbi Leibowitz test of honesty or not? And what happened was, this Rabbi Schwartz, who I was speaking to, said to me that, that he, how does he know the story? Is that a staff member from that meeting, right after the meeting was over, called up the Chavetz Chaim Yeshiva and Rabbi Schwartz, Rabbi Chaim Schwartz answered the phone. And the staff member says, um, can I speak to a Rabbi Leibowitz? And this was 2009. And Rabbi Leibowitz, Rabbi Schwartz says, Rabbi Leibowitz passed away last year. I'm sorry. Is there anything I could do to help? So this, this member, this govern, government member, this, this staff member says to Rabbi Schwartz, he says, I was just by a meeting where David Patterson said over this thing that Rabbi Leibowitz is the most honest person in New York. And he said over the story and I had to find out about this, who this Rabbi Leibowitz is, what's this institution? And he told, tells Rabbi Schwartz the whole story. Rabbi Schwartz went back and, and confirmed it with Rabbi Ginsburg, who remembered what happened with that whole grant. Incredible, incredible. Rabbi Leibowitz had the mentality that we're not just here to get away with MS, to find our way through with MS. We're Anshe MS We're here to change the world with MS. We're here to represent the MS of Akash Baruch Hu to the world to light up the entire world. I just want to end with the Orcha Tzadikim. Uh, the Orcha Tzadikim says um, something very powerful that we have to keep in mind as, as the Galus extends, as the Galus continues. He says, Now that Galus has gotten so, 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 so long, the Yisrael should be very, very careful to grab on to the signature of Hezbollah, which is MS, not to lie, not to yin, not to anju, not to fool them in any way, who are the remainders of Israel that are going to be zeichet to the rule, are the ones that are not going to speak falsely, the ones that don't have a lush and trickery in their, in their, in their mouths. 
And he says that's the purpose that Klai Yisrael is in Galos is that the Umas Ha'ilam should see and be attracted. When, when, when the Umas Ha'ilam see the way Klai Yisrael acts without any mirma, without any falsehoods, away from Shekhar completely, they will connect to them. From what I've seen over the years is that one of the most powerful Kiddush Shem that we can do is representing the Midah of Emes. Emes is so attractive. Everyone values it. Sheker, lies and falsehoods are disgusted by everyone. People are just turned off and turned away from. This is the Chaisen, this is the Iker Midah Vakash Baruch Hu is Emes. And let's be Meir Emes Oilam, the Anshe Emes. Thank you very much for joining.